Hey y'all, it's Carmen. Thank you for joining me today for the Let's Be Real podcast. You know, a couple weeks ago when I had COVID, I lost my sense of smell. Now, talk about strange. I would put perfume on my wrist and put it right up to my nose and I couldn't smell anything. Just, there was nothing there. It was the strangest thing. Without that sense, I felt like I was operating at not my optimum level or capacity. And uh, it's very strange. So since recording, um, Shelby began to have symptoms of COVID and tested positive. And she's lost her sense of taste and smell, which I hear is very common. But, you know, she tasting, I'd ask her, what does it taste like? What is, what does this chicken taste like? And she said, nothing. There's, there's nothing there. No taste. Void of anything. And so she lost two of her senses, which I'm sure she feels like she is operating, again, at not her optimum level. So why do I tell you that? Because in this next series that is called Safety Sense, I feel like that God has given us the Holy Spirit as our safety sense, like our sixth sense. And I'm going to try and prove this point over the next few weeks. So before I get too in deep into that, let's define safety. So safety is the condition of being protected from undergoing or causing hurt, injury, or loss. It could also could mean a device, as on a weapon or a machine, designed to prevent inadvertent or hazardous operations. So synonyms of, of safety are words like welfare, well-being, protection, and security. We all need safety, right? We all want safety. What are the situations where our safety may be in jeopardy? Uh, walking down a dark alley in a questionable part of town at night. Driving too close to the edge of the road and there's no shoulder there. I don't know. What are some, what are some situations where our safety may be in jeopardy? Often we think of safety in terms of our physical bodies. We put safety measures in place in our homes, schools, churches, workplaces. We do everything within our control to deter dangerous situations from even occurring. We buy guns and ammo. We install security systems. We raise up gates and fences. We lock our doors, purchase pepper spray, and etc., etc. All of this in an effort to protect our physical bodies. We did just this when we were car shopping several years ago. We have been driving Toyotas for years, so when it was time for a new car, we went to the loyal and somewhat local Toyota dealership to purchase our new car. We have gotten so many cars from them, we have made some real good friends there. We trust them. We trust what they say. Anyway, we found the car we wanted, and as we test drove it, our salesman, Jim, told us all about the extras, the shiny parts, and the most recent technology. 
But what caught my attention was the driving support system that was built into the car. Most Toyota cars have this in place. It's called Toyota Safety Sense, and it's the real deal. It's a system that is proactive. Yes, there are the usual airbag placement and collision functions, but this system's job is to alert the driver before a collision occurs, to stop the driver before even getting close to danger. I was impressed. This was such good news to me. This was one of the top selling points for us as we bought the car. It was like we had our very own security guard in the car with us, like a second driver on board anytime we backed the car out of the garage and headed down the road. This was adding to the level of safety we felt driving in this car and gave us some peace of mind as we placed our child in it. So a while after bringing the car home, as I was driving, I got to thinking about the different aspects of this safety system. The car is equipped with pre-collision system, a lane departure alert with steering control, blind spot monitor, high auto beams, intuitive parking assist, and an all-wheel drive lock switch. It hit me that just as my car is equipped to be safer, I am as well. As a child of God, a follower of Jesus, I have that same safety equipment built into my salvation. Not to oversimplify the work of the Holy Spirit, but scripture tells us very clearly that He is our safety sense. Not in so many words. In the next several weeks, I hope to share a little bit about what God has taught me about the work of the Holy Spirit in my life through this illustration from my vehicle. So let's get back to our safety as people. I am afraid that we use so much energy on being physically safe, which is important, don't get me wrong. But the real deal is we are ultimately spiritual beings. Our physical bodies are temporary and perishable. And as 1 Corinthians 15 tells us, we will shed them one day. God tells us clear as day in his word what part of us we need to be protecting. Take a look at Proverbs 4, 23. It says, above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. I love how the message paraphrase version says it. It says, keep vigilant watch over your heart. That's where life starts. So what is the instruction, the command? Is it to guard our homes or physical bodies above everything else? No, our hearts which is made up of our mind, will, emotions, our souls, our spirits. God has made provision for that in the person of the Holy Spirit. Our physical safety and that of those most near and dear to us is a noble pursuit. But as Proverbs 3, 5 through 8 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. We cannot rely on what we think is of utmost importance. We must see what God says is of utmost importance. 
and not neglect that most important thing. So what about the Holy Spirit? In John 14, 16 and 17, Jesus tells us, and I will ask the Father and he will give you another counselor to be with you, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. This third person of the Godhead, the Trinity, lives with you and in you, lives with me and in me. The word counselor used in verse 16 is the Greek word paraclete, which comes from two words that mean close beside and make a call. So the Holy Spirit is the one close beside the believer and the one qualified to make calls for our lives. For the point of this series, he is qualified to make the calls about our spiritual safety. John 14, 26, Jesus tells us further, But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. The Holy Spirit will cause us to learn and will cause us to remember the things of God. I love how God puts the role of the Holy Spirit in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 36, verse 27. And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. The spirit will literally move us, if need be, to follow and keep God's laws. I am picturing that right now. So the Holy Spirit is in us helping us, moving us. What else? Let's look at Ephesians 1.13. It says, Having believed, you are marked in Him, Jesus, with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. 2 Corinthians 1.22 also says, He anointed us, set His seal of ownership on us, and put His Spirit in our hearts as a deposit. So the Holy Spirit is a seal our salvation, our spiritual safety from hell and condemnation, you might say. That's safety. In other words, the Holy Spirit is the stamp of security or spiritual preservation. And hallelujah, that is not my job. One more aspect of the role of the Holy Spirit we will address in this series. The Holy Spirit controls the one he lives in. Let's look at Romans 8. I saved the longest scripture for last. Aren't you so happy? Now this is some real good truth in these verses. I will start in verse 1 and read through 17. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do in that it was weakened by the sinful nature, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful man to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in sinful man in order that the righteous requirements of the law might be fully met in us, who do not live according to the sinful nature, but according to the spirit. Those who live according to the sinful nature have their minds set on what that nature desires. 
but those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. The mind of sinful man is death, but the mind controlled by the Spirit is life and peace. The sinful mind is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those controlled by the sinful nature cannot please God. You, however, are controlled not by the sinful nature, but by the Spirit, if the Spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, your body is dead because of sin. Yet your spirit is alive because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who lives in you. Therefore, brothers, we have an obligation, but it is not to the sinful nature to live according to it. For if you live according to the sinful nature, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. Because those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you receive the spirit of sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. The Holy Spirit should be the one controlling our actions, our words, our thoughts, and our attitudes. Why? What's the point? It's for our safety. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for this counselor, this helper that is with us and in us as children of God, of, as believers of Jesus. God, I thank you that you sent him to teach us all things and to remind us of everything that you have said and you have done. God, may we rely on the Holy Spirit to help guide us through each and every day. And as we will hopefully learn in this series, the Holy Spirit can keep us spiritually safe if we rely on Him and listen to His warnings. God, I thank you for my friend that's listening today. God, I just pray that you would bless him or her God, may you keep them, may your face shine upon them and give them peace, peace that passes all understanding through the power of your Holy Spirit. May we be controlled by your Spirit and may our light shine before men. We pray this all in Jesus' name, amen. All right, I'm going to read the warning out of my owner's manual for Toyota Safety Sense. The Toyota Safety Sense is designed to operate under the assumption that the driver will drive safely and is designed to help reduce the impact 
to the occupants and the vehicle in the case of a collision or assist the driver in normal driving conditions. As there is a limit to the degree of recognition, accuracy, and control performance that this system can provide, do not overly rely on this system. The driver is always responsible for paying attention to the vehicle's surroundings and driving safely. Yes, we are responsible for paying attention to our spiritual surroundings, but we can fully and overly rely on the sense from the Holy Spirit. This is going to be a great series. I hope that you will join me. And in the next several weeks, we're going to be looking at the Holy Spirit as our safety sense. He is our security guard. God has him in place to keep the most precious thing about us safe, our spirits. Hope you'll join me next week as we look at the Holy Spirit and how he can be our pre-collision system. Hope you have a great week. Thank you for joining me today for the Let's Be Real podcast. I sure hope you have been encouraged by our talk. Join me next week for another new episode. Meet me right back here then. If you have been blessed by this podcast, please rate us, subscribe, and share with a friend. I would also love to hear from you. You can email me at berealcarmen at gmail.com. Let me know where you are listening from and how I can be praying for you. This is Carmen. Go be real. The world needs to see it.